When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Ladies and gentlemen, it is draft week. We are finally here. Feels like it's taking forever. What are the Titans going to do? Are we going to get a quarterback? Are we going to move back? Are we going to stay at 11? We're going to get through all of it and more on this week's show of Talking Titans. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to another edition of Talking Titans Sick Podcast. I'm joined always by my two phenomenal co-hosts, Jared and Vin, who held it down tremendously again last week. And I appreciate you doing that as uh watch my devils at that night uh go down 0-2 and since then have uh revved it up and we're even at the series now. So Again, thank you, fellas, for holding it down. How are we doing tonight? You conveniently left out that uh, my Sixers took care of your, your Nets in four games, game four without Embiid, you know, but don't worry about it. Um, you know, maybe maybe get them next year. We'll see. But um, I'm looking forward to this week. We're on to Cincinnati, like the great Bill Belichick once said, and um, 48 hours from now, some uh, interesting things should have been uh, already been done. Absolutely, and uh, I wish all the best of luck to your 76ers. Uh, it'll be phenomenal to watch them choke again as they do each year. Uh, maybe they'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals for once, but I maybe. digress. I digress. Uh, as I said earlier, it is draft week. When this gets posted, we're going to be about 24 hours away from what I would suggest and, and definitely believe wholeheartedly is one of the most important drafts uh, our beloved Titans have been in in a while. And I say that because obviously we know there are a ton of holes that need to be filled. Uh, but more importantly, I mean, you know, we need a quarterback and we need to find out how we're going to get him. And uh, this looks like this could possibly be the time and place to do it. So I'll turn to you guys first. Uh, any different feelings and thoughts about how this is going to play out on Thursday night? Obviously, that's only the first round. Um, do you think we're going to? Stick with our guns here and take best available 11, move back, trade up. Anything has changed since we last talked about this, uh, Jarrett? I don't know. I mean, we've all been on a roller coaster. Like I mean, Ben said last week, we've been on a roller coaster where we want the quarterback, where we want the tackle, where we want the wide receiver. Uh, all I know is after uh, Rand's con- uh, press conference, that 40-minute press conference that I watched twice because I'm a nut job draft week, um, 
came out of it that Ram wants an impact player, whether it's moving up in the draft, whether it's moving back in the draft, or we're sticking at 11. Um, so what I get out of that is um, I don't know if we're going to go quarterback. Um, will I like that? Maybe. Not sure. Uh, but I do know that they want a blue chip player and a guy that starts day one. So kind of that screams to me left tackle. But we addressed that in free agency. So the other position of need is wide receiver, like we've been saying this for the last couple of weeks now. There is no depth on this team. So if Jackson Smith is there at 11, we have to take him. Or if we move back and he's still available, we have to take him too. <clears throat> but all I know is that another thing that Rand Carthon said was <clears throat> he wants a playmaker with the ball in his hands or a guy that can actually – take the ball away. So you, we didn't get nothing out of that press conference besides a great football player they're trying to draft, and they don't want to be drafting in the earlier rounds ever again. They want to be in the later rounds. So they want to put a competitive football team together. So who knows what the hell's going to happen? I'm just rooting for. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I guess the best possible player at 11, which is probably the tackle. Uh, get yourself some water there. I struggle. Yeah, I know. I got, I, I got, it's the allergy season. Didn't, yeah. Didn't take the Zizol, so it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it worked better than fucking Claritin because I'm dying over here. But, um, no, yeah, I think the Titans have a plethora of ideas, um, you know, for this draft. I don't think they even know what they're doing. I think they're going to let the situation dictate itself. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of posturing, a lot of poker playing being done. I repeated that the last few weeks. And as you can see with Carthon today, no one really wants to show their cards. No shit. We want a blue chip player. I think every team would tell you they want a blue chip player, not a player who they still think is a little green and, you know, need some developing. That's for the later rounds. This first round, this is his first pick as our GM. You know, I believe, um, you know, no, I was going to say John Robinson's first pick. Yeah, was, you're right. You're right. Was, Conklin. Was Conklin, yeah, a blue chip player. So it can kind of really set your uh, franchise in one direction or the other. And I think they're going to let the situation dictate itself. I think we like C.J. Stroud. I think if – the Texans pass on three. Tennessee will be on the phone to maybe go get their potential franchise guy. Who knows if they're willing to pay the price of what it will cost to get up there. Uh, or maybe they have their, their eye on a guy like, like Richardson. They feel like if he can fall down the five or six, they might not have to give up as much to move up four or five spots as opposed to eight. Who knows? So I think quarterback is a possibility. And I think if you stay there at 11, it's, you're going to have the choice between Skaronsky, Johnson, or Najigba. Somebody will be there. I believe all three are franchise players at their position. They're going to be productive players from, from day one, especially the offensive linemen, I, I believe. Obviously, the sexy pick would be someone like Najigba, who you know killed it at Ohio State. We are in dire, dire need of another receiver. We sign... That guy off the street the other week with Houston, who sadly had more receiving yards than anyone on our team last year. 
We're pairing him up with a second-year guy in Traylon Burks and a bunch of unknowns. So we need a we need a receiver, an offensive threat, really bad, very bad. But I'm a big believer in building a team from the inside out. And yes, to your point, Jared, we did address the offensive line in um, free agency. I got I think we got some good value signings. But I'm a big believer in you know you throw as many linemen as you can into a room. And you figure it out. You know, when we drafted, uh, see, Sal doesn't want us to take a lineman so bad he's yawning. That's how bad he wants to go get a sexy player in the Sal Manfredi fashion. But I um, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility we do go tackle. You know, when we drafted Luan, we still had Roos. Um, so don't think just because we addressed the line in free agency that we won't address it in the first round. Because if we even if we don't get him in the first round of linemen, we're taking one in the top three rounds. Absolutely. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe multiple ones. So I think Tennessee is going to let the situation dictate itself. And they probably feel as though they're not in a bad spot. Cause at 11, if you stay there, you are going to get a blue chip player. Who's most likely going to work out. And if your guy is there and it's a price you're willing to pay quarterback wise, then go do it by all means. So um, how do you feel about it, Salvatore? Cause I know you want to go the opposite direction. You want us to go get our guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I can't say it enough. It's it's really for the sole purpose that I don't foresee an opportunity to get your guy next year. Because, again, if you're not going after a quarterback in this year's draft, you're assuming you're sticking with Tannehill, right? So now you're going to, A, need to figure out, are you going to try to be competitive or are you going to try to shit the bed? If you're going to try to be competitive and this guy, this guy stays healthy, you got to assume they're going to win more than seven games next year and they're going to be even lower in the draft. So now you're definitely getting rid of Tannehill because I'm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He's going to be, what, 36, 37 at this time. Uh, the, the contract out is already there. Um and now you have to decide. Now we got to give up more draft capital in order to get into the slots where we're going to need to be in order to get these guys. Now I've been told many times that the quarterback draft next year is deeper. I don't know. I haven't looked into anything. All I know is Caleb Williams, and that's it. I don't know anybody else that's going to be in the mix as far as a quarterback in the first round. So um, if that's your argument, okay, I'll stand by that. That's fine. Uh, but you know, I've been told Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, all this, all you know, every other fucking day now. Well, guess what? You need to be the worst team in the league if you want Caleb Williams, if he's going to be what everyone thinks he's going to be. If he's going to be a Heisman Trophy winner, you know, 50 touchdowns, 4,800 yards, well, he's going to go number one then. And, you know, if Tampa Bay wins four games, they're going to take him. They're not going to be like, oh, what are you, you going to offer us, Tennessee? We'll wait. We'll, no, we'll drop in the draft and we'll, we'll find – no, they're going to take the best player available and they need a quarterback, so they'll do that. You know, uh, there's a plethora of other teams that could be in the mix for the worst team in the league. You don't just get a guy next year, you know, that's the bottom line. So you're at 11. Now there's a possibility Stroud could be lower than three. You got to give up even less to get him. You got to go get your guy this year. I'm sorry you do. 
Uh, every minute that passes, I think more and more we're probably going to take a tackle at 11. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's a need, but this team needs a needle mover. Like this team needs to move the needle drastically because right now, nobody that has been acquired by this fucking franchise is moving the needle. And as badly as we need linemen, linemen aren't moving the needle right now because they could block all the hell they want. If you don't have a good passer, if you don't have a good catcher, and if you have a good runner, your offense is going anywhere. Now, as it stands now, we still have a very good runner. But, you know, I've said it a million times. That style of football is not going to win you a game in February or even get you to a game in February. So, um, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm just tired at this point. I, I As excited as I am for it, I want it to be over with because in my mind, my, my heart is like, this is going to be it. We're going to get our guy this year, finally. We're going to get our Herbert. We're going to get our Burrow. We're going to get our Mahomes, Allen. It's, we're we're going to get our Nashville guy that our kids are going to grow up watching and is going to retire in 15 years from now. Um, but this team just has a way of letting you down um, and not just on the field, off the field too. So I, I, I'm worrisome. I'm still optimistic. Uh, again, this guy's a wild card. We don't know anything about Rand Carthon and what, what he's capable of doing and what his visions are outside of what he says at the, at the, at the press conferences. So um, we'll see how it shapes up, but <clears throat> I just, I don't foresee them doing what they need to do. So let me we'll let me ask you though, to, just to play devil's advocate, because I'm right there with you. I would love to have our Justin Herbert. He's a phenomenal talent. I would love to have our Joe Burrow. Phenomenal talent. If you got to go get a guy, who who do you want them to go get? Because I know you've been high on Richardson, his athleticism. Um, last week, um, John Vogel brought up a great point. Why the reason why he's so high on people's boards is because he's going to enter the league at that position with a top five arm and a top five, um, you know, athleticism. So is it him that you want, or is it Stroud? Who's more of the, the short thing in regards to a pure passer. So if they make their move to go get their, their, um, you know, their Josh Allen, their Joe Burrow, their Justin Herbert, who's your guy. Yeah, it's Stroud. It's Stroud. I mean, Richardson is arguably the most athletic quarterback to come out of the draft in the last 20 years. I mean, I don't know many quarterbacks that can jump as high as him. And I know that's not a thing that really matters as a quarterback, but it still shows that you can do some incredible things with your body. Um, so, you know, I just, I'm worried about that because of the guy we already have. And even though it was a different situation, higher caliber talent that he faced still, they're, they're both freak athletes. They're both crazy throwers, runners. And I'm a little worried about that, but I'll tell you what, I, I trust my dad a lot about some of the things he says when it regards to, to football. And he's really high on this Levis kid. He's high as hell on him. And he says that this kid, wherever he goes, he's going to be really damn good. And he's got a steel trap of a brain and he doesn't let anything get to him. He's watched him throw picks and then go right down the field next drive and 85 yard touch. So uh, if we, if we fell in love with him and some other teams look like they might be falling in love with him too, uh, I'd come around pretty quickly. I really would. Even though what I said, I, I don't like the way he looks. He eats banana peels, drinks mayo, whatever the fuck. But I'll trust my dad when it comes to quarterback talent. He says this kid's got it. So if we took him, I won't mind. But Stroud's my, Stroud's my number one, absolutely. Listen, yeah, he knows quarterbacks because he same. didn't like Malik Willis. I know that much. So yeah. well, he did. No, no, he liked him. We, we called each other on the phone, and we were fucking flipping out when we took him in the third round. But – you know, he's a realist, so he found out quickly that he's got a ways to go, and now he understands, you know, it's time to get the guy. 
I'm I'm more I'm I'm on the lines of obviously CJ Stroud with you guys too, but I'm more on the lines like the prove it quarterbacks with these guys. CJ Stroud's done it in big games. <clears throat> My God, the, the allergies are just killing me every time I talk right now. CJ Stroud has done it. Bryce Young has done it. Will Levis and, and Anthony Richardson hasn't hasn't really done it. You know, two years starting it, uh, and everyone like I said has fallen in love with their stature of everything. They throw on the ball a mile. CJ Stroud, every I had an argument with somebody over the phone, uh, not over the phone, over on, on the phone on Twitter saying that CJ Stroud's not him. That uh if you want to wait for a guy, um, get Caleb Williams next year. Caleb Williams is, is a choke artist too. If, if, if he's trying to compare that he can't beat Michigan, CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud went toe-to-toe with one of the best defenses in, in college football in Georgia and just barely lost the game. <clears throat> Man, I'm struggling tonight. Right. Um, Caleb Williams, give this guy some fucking water. Huh? I know Caleb Williams uh, couldn't even beat Utah twice this year in the in the Pac-12 and in, in the Pac-12 championship. So don't give me that bullshit. CJ Stroud's a bowler, so if we go after him, by all means, that's the quarterback I want. Yeah, so I mean, now, I'm not now you guys can take over after I take a sip. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold that against Caleb Williams. You know, Utah is a very, very good football team uh, this year. <laughs> Sometimes you know that your guys that aren't, you know had the best records in college, you know, they could pan out in the NFL, you know, look at uh, what's his uh, Mahomes from Texas tech. You know, he wasn't winning national titles. Josh Allen was barely recruited out of high school, went to Wyoming. I'm sure they weren't winning, you know, conferences and bowl games out there, you know, maybe going seven and six and winning the uh, Chick-fil-A bowl, but he wasn't, you know, turning heads really when it came to winning games and beating top tier teams. Um, So Caleb Williams is going to be that guy that's irrelevant at the moment. Uh, when it comes to me, you know, I just don't like the. I don't know what it is about Levis. I think he's just weird and goofy, and I think he telegraphs a lot of his throws. To me, it's Ben Stroud. Obviously, if Bryce Young was there, you know, we know the issues with his size. I think he's going to be just fine in the NFL. I do. Um, but obviously, we're going to assume he's not there. I love C.J. Stroud. He's a smooth passer. Looks very natural to him. Has all the intangibles, size, height, weight, arm strength. And obviously, I think a guy like Vrabel, who's an Ohio State guy, can you know maybe get the best out of him. Um, but we'll see. You know, I, I don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows which direction they're going to go. It is going to be exciting. Uh, I'm kind of the opposite on on Sal, where he said he the, as the closer we get to the draft, he thinks we're just going to take a tackle. I've kind of talked myself into thinking they're going to go get a quarterback. We just don't know which one it is. Um, you know, and there's four guys, maybe five, if you, if you count Hendon Hooker that are, uh, going to be first round picks and who knows, we could end up with him. If we trade back, we might think shit, let's move back to 20. Let's go pick up, um, you know, another, maybe a second or a third and a fourth, or who knows what you could get and go get Hendon Hooker at 20. And then you have the fifth year option on him. And then maybe you let him sit for a year, get healthy behind Tannehill and do your best you can this year and, and let the chips fall where they may. But let's 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 just uh you know let's see what we do. Yeah, I mean it's uh if we do it, I, I mean honestly, I don't give a shit who it is. It could be obviously if it's younger Shroud, that's gonna be, you know, monumental time in our life that we're never gonna forget, hopefully. But even if it's even if it's Levis, even if it's Richardson, and even if it's Hooker. If we find a way to take a quarterback in the first round, I'm going to be elated. I really am. You know, uh, and I said this on Twitter, I think a couple days ago is as it pertains to Levis, 
you know, at first I'm going to be pissed and then I'm going to be disappointed. And then I'm going to convince myself he's going to be the next Drew Brees. Like, I don't even think I'm going to be disappointed at all. Just knowing that we have a guy that is a legitimate top prospect. Malik Willis was in a respect, but we saw him drop very quickly. And you can't say he was a top prospect that got drafted in the third round. So I'm not really going to count him. Um, but this is a high caliber quarterback that we're taking first time in almost a decade since Marcus Mariota. That is, you know, a guy we're looking to build around and a guy we're looking to have a future with. And it's going to be incredibly exciting because, you know, we've all said it. I preach it a zillion times. Uh, we've never had our guy. I mean, the last time we've we've had anyone close is McNair. Um, and uh, obviously he was good. He was very good. He wasn't elite like some of the guys that are in the league now. And, uh, you know, Warren Moon was elite. I, I bet. I guess you could make an argument. Well, he, he's a Hall of Famer, so, yeah, he was elite. But that was well before our time. We've never had our guy. We've never had our quarterback that, you know, we're, we, we grow old with. So um, let's hope it happens. And um, that's it. You know, that's the, that's, that's the only thing we can do is hope and pray. And, goddamn, Thursday's going to be crazy. I got game five of the For Devils real. and Rangers and the draft going at the same time i'm i'm going to need a fucking Xanax there's just no way around it yeah, it's no it's, it's it. definitely it's definitely going to be wild um before we get into uh before we have to you know wrap things up i really want to put guns to your head per to say what position are we going round 1 and round 2 so when we come back into the podcast next week to see who's right or wrong so for me if i had the gun hypothetically to my head i would think wide receiver and offensive line in rounds 1 and 2 uh, well, Sal's talking about fucking Danix. You're talking about guns. I don't know what you guys are doing up in North Jersey, but <laughs> please keep me the fuck out of it. Um, I think we are trading up for a quarterback in round one. I okay. think, uh, I think we're going to end up with three and I think we're going to get CJ Stroud. That's just me. You know, obviously I want him and I've kind of talked myself into it, but like I said, the last few weeks, the closer we get to the draft, the more I believe that. Um, you know, it's a big possibility that we do get him because to Sal's point, you know, next year, you know, Tannehill is not going to be the guy. And then if we go eight and nine or nine and eight, you know, you're going to be picking in the middle of the round. So are you going to be a avail? Is your guy that you want going to be available? Or are you going to have to sell the farm to get, you know, high enough in the draft to get your guy? It's a precarious situation. I don't think they want to see themselves in. So I think they go get their quarterback in the top five, let's just say this year. Um, and then I believe in the second round, you go receiver. You know, maybe a guy like like Zay Flowers, if he falls into the second round. I'm a big fan of uh, – I've been watching a lot of tape recently on Mingo from Ole Miss. He reminds me of a guy who was here not too long ago, similar skill set, similar size and strength. So I'm going to say we go receiver, quarterback, and receiver in the first two rounds. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going tackle receiver. Um, again, I just – I don't think Carthon's going to do it. I just don't um, – I don't know. I did, The way he talked about Tannehill and the presser, yeah, it could be bullshit, but I don't know. I just, I just don't think they're going to do it. I, I just never, don't. never really committed to him, Byer, or Henry. I mean uh, – Yeah, no, never, that, never so committed. Next week we'll get into that more, but um, never really committed to that, so nothing will surprise me on draft night. But – uh. Yeah, the the second round pick, like like I wanted to, I want to circulate names like you guys circulated. Obviously, I wanted Jackson Smith and Jingle, but the one guy I kind of want either one of them in the second round with a lineman would be uh, John Michael Schmidt, the center from Minnesota, or uh, Joe Tippman 
the center from Wisconsin. Both of those guys are movers, they're ballers, and they're staples on the offensive line. So if we can get one of those in the second round, that'll be a huge, huge steal. Yeah, I just yeah. saw a mock that had us taken Tipman in the second round. I forget whose mock it was, but yeah, I mean you have to assume that whether we go uh, quarterback or or um, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, tackle in the first round that the second round is probably going to have to be a, uh, a receiver because yeah. we're not getting a quarterback in the second round. Um, so you have to think if it's not a quarterback, then it's receiver, lineman, or lineman, receiver, whichever way we go. But, you know, we shall see. Less than 48 hours, we should be just about there, fellas. Just yeah, about listen, there. The, the, the only thing that I, I feel like the because if we took a tackle, I'd be, I'd be upset. But I want to be angry because we really need one. Honestly, we need one. As long as he as he is a perennial Pro Bowler, which at eleven, if you're taking a tackle, this guy better be a fucking Pro Bowler. Then I'm going to be okay. But you know, the worst case scenario for me would be not getting a quarterback and and trading Derrick Henry on draft night. That would really fucking just make me want to fucking cry because now you're sticking with Tannehill and taking away your best offensive player, that would just make no sense. Would it shock me? Not at all. Because if you're trying to stockpile draft picks and you don't want to get your guy in the draft this year, then trading Derrick Henry for an extra third wouldn't be crazy. And guess what? You You never know. This guy could be fucking having a tank in mind the whole time and doesn't blow it up until he really wants to. He might trade Henry. He could get cut by our or trade him. You know, the only one we're really committed to long term at a at a at a big rate right now that we know is going to be here is Simmons. Um, you know, don't put it past us that you know uh, Howard Landry could be his last year as a Titan if he doesn't perform this year or stay healthy. So the only one we're committed to long term right now at a big number is Simmons. So you never know what this guy could do. He could blow it up, trade Henry, trade Byard, fucking pick up a first, a second, a third, maybe all three. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but. I think we've all been patient enough, um, and now we're just anxious because it's it's right in front of our faces. You know, we've had been having these talks since you know the week after the Super Bowl, so we're ready for it to happen. Because, like we said, you know, there's a few dominoes that need to fall, but until the first one falls, the other ones we're gonna have to wait on. So after this yeah. week, this weekend, we'll have a clear picture of what our beloved Titans are gonna do. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, we'll be with you the whole step, the whole each step of the way. Um, maybe we'll, we'll discuss. I mean, if we take a quarterback in the first round, I think we're gonna have to figure a way to do a pod on maybe Thursday night, even if it's super late. I don't know if we take if we take CJ Stroud uh, on Thursday night, we'll figure something out. But obviously, we're gonna have content flying out you, kind flying out at you over the past. Over the next couple of days, listen to me. See, I'm all fucked up. Yeah. I can't stop you thinking about the Xanax, probably, dude. and you the devils, and and you know I'm hungry because I'm always hungry. So I got everything on my mind now. But obviously, you guys know where I'm coming from. We're gonna have all the content for you throughout the draft, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're gonna dissect all our picks, and uh, hopefully, we have some optimistic viewpoints as far as the Titans 2023 season. So, uh, as always, make sure you uh, follow us on YouTube. Uh, on all the podcast platforms, thumbs up, share the show. Uh, we're continuing to grow each and every week, and we appreciate all the help we're getting from you all. So um, that's all we got for tonight. Anything else you want to got you both want to add before we close out and get ready for the draft? Go Sixers, go Rangers.
Go Sixers and go. Oh, I can't even say it. I'm gonna dry heave. I know I know you guys busted my balls before the show about wearing the Chinese jersey that I bought. This was almost bought 12 to 14 years ago, but this is a lucky jersey. I win money with it. Hopefully, this brings us luck on Thursday. We draft our guy. And I'll buckle up, boys. It's definitely gonna be a, a fun ride. That's it. That's it. That's another great episode for you guys tonight. Uh, we will see you on the flip. And as always. Tighten up. One more thing, since you want to bring up the Rangers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Go Devils, baby! Sammy, (laughs) send me out! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Talking Titans on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.